Good afternoon and welcome to another episode of Rachel Gaffney's Real Ireland. It's lovely to have everybody here with me again today. It is June the 10th and um, I'm here in Dallas, Texas and I'm your host Rachel Gaffney. Um, here in the studio with me today we have the crew in behind. We've got Derek, Ashley and Sarah. Good afternoon folks. Hey guys. How are you guys? Look. Good, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. How was your weekend? Well, it's not really a weekend it anymore, was great. it's Wednesday. It it's was good. great. We're about halfway through this uh, so crazy year. Um, how are you making it through? Yeah. How are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm just glad we're here doing this stuff because it's nice for us all to talk about something different, isn't it? Absolutely. And uh, have um, planned travel and excited to get back going again. So this week, I'm going to get straight down to it because we've got a lot to cover, don't we? And we have a guest coming on. So I'm just going to go straight into it. And tell you all that uh, in this week's episode, we're going to visit um, a little village, small village in West Cork, and it's called Glengariff. And Glengariff, uh, if you hold the map there, you can see this south coast of Ireland there, and you've got Glengariff. And this is in West Cork, and it's about an hour and 15 minutes from Cork Airport. So it's really not that far. Um, and you can, of course, drive from, you can come from the Dublin Airport and Shannon Airport, but it's only an hour and a quarter from Cork Airport, which is a great airport to utilize if you're coming in from London um, or, or other places. And for US visitors, you can fly into Shannon and Dublin and make your way down to Cork or whatever. But Cork Airport's a great little airport. Now, this is Glengariff. What do you think of it? Right. I want you to just keep this screen up for a sec for me, if you don't mind, Derek. And the reason being is I was reading a book, a tour guide. I buy these old books. I'm a bit of a nerd. And this tour guide book was written in 1843. Not 1943 now, folks, but 1843. It's called The Works of William Makepeace Thackeray, and it's called The Irish Sketchbook. And he toured Ireland, and this was one of his tour guide books. So, of course, there were no photographs or, you know, anything in the books back then. And here's his description of this place, Glengariff, that we're going to talk about today. A smart two-horse car takes the traveller thrice a week, that's three times, thrice a week from Bantry to Killarney by way of Glengariff and Kenmare. What sends picturesque tourists to the Rhine and Saxon Switzerland? Within five miles round the pretty inn of Glengariff, there is a country of the magnificence of which no pen can give an idea. I would like to be a great prince and bring a train of painters over to make, if they could, and according to their several capabilities, a set of pictures of the place. So there's William's description because even the photos that I'm showing don't do this place justice. Um, we called this episode the natural meeting place and we called it the natural meeting place for a reason because that's what it's called down there, the natural meeting place. Um, and it is the most exquisite 
um, village or place you'll ever visit. Unfortunately, a lot of people, you know, will drive through it. Uh, they'll stop for a drink, a photograph, a meal. Um, yes, it's a great place. We'll go for a day out. But I'm saying, stop. Why don't you spend more time there? Spend a few days there, and what you'll uncover will actually be—you'll be very surprised at what you'll uncover. So, in this week's episode, I thought I'd share some photographs and some video of some experiences I had uh, while staying there in Glengariff. So. Coming up here now, you'll see, I, I just wandered out and took some photographs. And as I was driving around the, the peninsula from Glengariff, it's, you can take the road straight to Kenmare, or you can take the more scenic road along the coast, and that takes you to Kenmare that way as well. And that's what I like to do when I have time. And everybody knows, or not everybody knows, but a lot of people know by now, my favorite say, phrase is to stop speed dating with Ireland take your time. People are just herring around the country trying to get Ireland in in a week. I spent, you know, two or three days in Glengariff and it wasn't enough. I spent a week on the uh, Berra Peninsula and it wasn't enough. And so that's what will happen to you while you're there. Now, there was a very famous Hollywood screen icon that you guys might remember, recall. Um, I know all of us are too, you know, some of you are too young, but do you remember Maureen O'Hara? Um, Derek, do you or Sarah or Ashley, do you remember Maureen O'Hara, the screen icon? I know her a little bit. Not extensively, but I've seen her before. So she used to act a lot in movies, especially with John Wayne. And uh, one of them was The Quiet Man and uh, set up in... Uh, that was actually filmed in Ireland too, up in um, Kong, County Mayo. Uh, but Maureen O'Hara, you know, you can tell she's that red-headed Irish temptress. Um, the, you know, the, no personality, no fire, no... No fire in the belly, but um, of course I'm being sarcastic. Uh, but she loved. It. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I love it. I know, yeah. But she loved it so much she called it home um, until 2005. She and her husband bought a beautiful property there uh, back in I think it was not, it was 1970. They bought the property, and um, they moved there permanently then in 2005. And then later on, she uh, sold it before she moved back to the states in her final years to be with her uh, children. But she loved it, and you can see why she loved it. So the, the little village itself, you can see it's a small village. I think I have a, a photo there of you can see like one of the little shops there, um, at the Irish market there. That's about the size. It's not a huge village. There's obviously more to it than that. But it's very quaint. You can see all these gorgeous flowers and everything. While you're in Glengariff, one of the things you can do is you can take a ferry. And it's overlooking Glenmare, uh, Kenmare Bay. And um, not Kenmare Bay, what am I saying? Um, Blue Pool Ferry, that's what I'm trying to say. This will take you to Garnish Island. And Garnish Island is one of those little uh, islands that people come from all over the world because of the, to see the tropical plants and the plants that grow here that don't grow in, anywhere else. And they're quite, it's a quite an exquisite place. Um, you know, a place like this, you just can't go there and, and rush through, take, look at it. I mean, can you imagine just standing there and sitting there for a while or, you know, and, and I've been there when it's raining and when it's a gray sky. And let me tell you, it is equally as beautiful uh, because rain is just called, it's just weather. It's just weather. I don't know where we go from thinking that we're going to melt if we get out in some rain, you know, it's okay. We're not sugar. Um, just be prepared. You know, if you go to Ireland, you get great weather. It's a bonus. If you don't, 
then so what? You didn't expect it. You weren't planning on going to Mexico. Um, so, you know, take your time and really enjoy this uh, countryside and this area. Um, I cannot tell you how much I laughed while I was down there too, because you're going to meet the greatest of characters. All right. And some of the smaller hotels around Ireland, the country house properties, the privately owned ones. I'm trying to look for the expression. Talk about getting more bang for your buck. You know, Irish hospitality, we're famous for our hospitality. And it is that feeling of nothing, nothing you ask for is too much. This feeling of they can't do enough for you. You know, you've been in hotels where you want room service and you feel like, oh, OK, we'll get it to you as opposed to these people almost make you feel like you're in their home and they're just so nice to you. So I went down to see the Eccles Hotel and the Eccles Hotel is just fabulous. It's, look at this, it, beautiful, look, 1745. What do you think, guys? That is awesome. Do you love the wrought iron on that? I do. Well, how much would that actually cost a night, if you don't mind me asking? Oh my God, you did have to ask me that. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, meaning is, uh, it's probably two hundred and something euro a night, or it might even be a bit less. But let me tell you, it is not an. It's not by American standards. It is not an expensive property. No, um, that's, that's actually pretty doable. Uh, very. But what they get? Look, their rooms are lovely, and then they've redone a lot of their rooms and bathrooms. Um, I love the kind of stone look they did in their bathrooms as well, like, you know, just kind of nice. So as you can see, this is a lovely property. What I love about it is you have rooms and bathrooms like that. It's a lovely property, but you are in a place like Glengariff, you're going off for the day and doing things. So when you go to properties that are, uh, some properties are destinations in themselves. So, for example, if you go to a certain castle or somewhere like that, you know, it's hard to just use that as a bed and breakfast and go off for the day. Does that make sense to you guys? Derek? Say that one more time. I'm so sorry. You know, when you go off to a, ca like if you were going to a destination property, like a castle or somewhere that's, you know, an incredible estate, you, you don't want to use that as a bed and breakfast and then right. head off for the day and then get back at nighttime just in time for dinner and right. just wake up and go. So those are destinations where you want to do falconry and enjoy the estate and everything. But in this one, um, you know, you, you, it's just the perfect place to stay. I can't say enough for it. Um, so when I went down there, um, I arranged to meet... Um, David Manning, who's the general manager, and Chef Eddie Atwell, who's the executive chef down there. But before I get into that, let me just tell you, um, in the UK, and some of you might be fans of this on NPR or on Netflix at the moment, how many of you have watched The Great British Baking Show? Have you guys watched it? Yes. Loved it. Love everything about food. Rachel, thanks to you. I'm much more aware of some of these shows. <laughs> okay, so this one was called The Great British Menu. It's so a similar, you know, from the BBC. And on this show, let me tell you what this idea was first. They take chefs from all around the United Kingdom, which is Scotland, England, Wales, and of course the five counties in Northern Ireland. And um, what they do is they compete, and it could be to cook for the Queen's 90th, or it could be to be putting on the banquet for Wimbledon. And so um, this guy here, Eddie Atwell, was on the BBC, um, on the Great British Menu. And his job was, his theme at the time was uh, Wimbledon. So he had to come up with some dishes with Wimbledon theme and everything. So Eddie's fantastic. But Eddie's philosophy on food is not mainstream. More and more chefs are doing this, and I love it. It's not just about local and sustainable, but he loves 
foraging. Now he's from Northern Ireland, so he would know how to forage in that area. And then he got the job as the executive chef at the Eccles Hotel, which is way down south, as I showed you on the map in Cork, and yet he's up from the other end of the country. So, you know, you've got different environment, different soils, different climates, but yet he has whatever he's found in his area, he forages. And let me tell you, the man lives and breathes this ethos. So um, if you look at that picture there again of Eddie, um, what I was trying to say is that he lives and breathes this. So. We decided, I decided to challenge him on this and David Manning and they said, come on, let's do uh, some kayaking. And I'd never been kayaking in my life and I thought, I'm, I'm up for it. I'm up to try anything. So here we are. Okay, I'm out kayaking in Glengariff Bay. And I'm going to see if I can show you what the seals are up around us. It's just incredible. I'm not going to talk because I just want you to see and hear the water. It's something you can do when you're here. So hopefully that gives you an example and a feeling. I just wanted you to, to sense what it'd be like to be on the water out there kayaking. You saw the sky was a little gray, a little dull, but you know, you, you got that fabulous feeling of being out on the water. Now, Eddie then meandered around the rocks ahead of me and I caught up with him. And I will translate for anybody and interpret because we're from opposite ends of the country. <laughs> we have different accents. Oh, that's myself with Eddie uh, in the background. And in the middle is the gentleman's name is Leaf. And actually, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Leaf. Leaf and Nathan, Nathan's not in that picture, um, are the two um, from the company called uh, Bushcraft Ireland, where they do all sorts of outdoor adventure. You know, you can be living in the forest for a night or you can go kayaking in Killarney or Khmer. Or they'll take you wherever. It's all outdoor activities. So they were fantastic. But... Eddie anyway wandered around the rocks and uh, I think I have a, a, a little bit of um, video of him. Uh, oh, there's the look. used to dry it, use it for oils, dry it for sandwiches, um, like a powder, but it's a natural source of vitamin C, but taste it. Like a natural source of vitamin C. But it has sort of the heat, almost of wasabi and then leaves. Mm. It's quite bitter and astringent too, but you break it into an oil, you make mayonnaises from it. Oh it's gosh, as soon as you bite down into it, yeah. you get the taste of the, um, almost like a horseradish. Yeah, it's oh my gosh. And then you have the 
This is really good. So what did you call this again? Scurvy. And do you find that on rocks or in the shore? So you could see um, why I just think that Eddie's fantastic. And then I've got a couple of pictures that I took of the food that he served me, that he cooked from things that he found. Um, we've got, uh, actually that was not savory, that's sweet. Obviously these are his own homemade honeycombs and um, truffles, but he makes salted caramel truffles out with some seaweed from the bay. And then you can see one of my salad plates uh, with with uh, things from the garden. He has his own gardens out the back. Look, I could go on talking about Eddie all day long, but I just wanted you to get a brief idea. And then I wanted to share one other experience that you can do while you're there. It's called the U experience. And this is very unusual. The U experience, um, it takes about two or three months to set up this installment and then two or three months to take it out. And basically, you're going through the forest to the woods and you see all of the art and the architecture and um, Imagine going through a waterfall and coming across that salmon coming out of the waterfall. I mean, it's just incredible. And they are open, if not now, soon. So there you have it. Some lovely photographs and some ideas for when you, uh, please God, you go to Ireland and you go to Cork and you venture west to Glengariff, to this wonderful little village. Go into the Eccles Hotel and tell David Manning and ask for, I said hello, say Rachel sent you. And maybe even ask for um, Eddie Atwell. Ask him to say, Eddie, could you show me your garden? You'll probably kill me for saying that. <laughs> um, I'm looking at some of the comments from people here and it's lovely to see this and I'm going to read one for you so that you can hear this. It's lovely. It's from Anna Healy. Anna, hi, how are you? Um, it says, glad to call the Healy Pass my second home. I love these broadcasts showcasing the best place on earth in my opinion. Thank you. Anna, it is one of the best places on, her, on earth. It's not just your opinion. It, it's a very special place. And she mentions the Healy Pass. The Healy Pass is a, a place that connects Cork and Kerry. So rather than just doing, you can do the, of course, the roads and the motorways that take you there very quickly and efficiently. Um, but places like the Healy Pass, if you don't travel the Healy Pass, you're missing something very special. It's almost like the eighth wonder of the world, in my opinion. So Anna, I'm right there with you. Um, it goes up and over and around, and sometimes you have old car rallies do it. It winds through the roads and the mountain, and then when you get to the very top, you're kind of straddling both counties. So you see Cork on one side and Kerry on the other. You know when you use the word breathtaking? Breathtaking can be used way too much nowadays, and it is truly breathtaking. So the Healy Pass, in my opinion, is beautiful, Anna. So thank you for that comment. And then also, um, I've noticed um, Audrey Brown-Gallon in Ireland. Um, Audrey lives in that beautiful, the, known as the Wee County, County Louth. Thanks for tuning in, Audrey. Um, Audrey and her husband have Charles Gallon Irish Linen. Uh, that's a company you should check out, Charles Gallon Irish Linen. Have a look at their products. And Judy McQueen, so beautiful. You know, thank you all. I, I love getting your feedback. Um, most importantly, I'd love to get your questions and I really want your suggestions. You know, is there something you'd like to see me do? Uh, something different. Um, and to end the show on that note, on June the 24th, I will be um, interviewing Paula Kungwila and he is the travel editor for the Irish Independent and writes for National Geographic UK. Um, and Paul and I will be talking about adventure in Ireland. And I really, really, I'm looking forward to this episode because 
it'll cover everything from those that seek the adrenaline pumping adventure to, you know, maybe a more gentle trek through the forest or whatever. So on June 24th, um, join me for the um, next episode of Rachel Gaffney's Real Ireland, which is all about adventure. And once again, I just want to say to everybody, thank you for tuning in. Bye, y'all.